SAFM. Primetime, all day long. Well, as you know, there are all sorts of different plans for human beings to return to the moon. And NASA, the U.S. National Aeronautics and Space Administration, they've been rolling out their plans as well. And this is all about going back to the moon and then, for the first time, to Mars. So you can imagine how important it is. Well, someone who's worked at NASA, someone who understands the plans that they're drawing up, is Professor Lera Tordi Liu, Professor at the Department of Physics and Astronomy at the University of the Western Cape. Prof, good morning. Thanks for your time. Oh, hold on. I was supposed to put you on there. My mistake. Professor, this is why I'm never going to go to the moon. Good morning. Good morning, Stephen. How are you this morning? I'm well, thank you. So so NASA's rolling out what they call their uh, architecture. In other words, their big plan. Their big plans are quite detailed considering how far away it is that, you know, from now until when we'll actually go. Yes, um, it is a, a big framework and um, the details are partly because, you know, one needs to um, start uh, putting system for all this in place. We are learning that the missions will get complex over time because there is this big goal that, um, you know, go to the moon first and build up to going to Mars. So the complexity is to uh, build up to that. Um, Obviously, a lot's changed in the last sort of 50 years since we started to do this in the 1960s and 1970s. Maybe not quite 60 years ago. Um, But some things are still the same. You still need big rockets to do that, and big rockets are still very difficult to design and build. Yes. uh, So some of the big changes are that um, 50 years ago, you know, there was the moon. And since then, there's been this space station that's on orbit around Earth. And so a lot has been learned um, from that exercise. And this current mission will include a similar orbiter around the moon that will form this link um, from Earth um, and um, before landing on the moon, but also to help sustain the presence on the ground, uh, you know, at the moon. Um, So... Um, and we are learning that this orbiter that will be going around the moon will be there at least 10 years, uh, sustaining these activities that will be happening on the ground. So um, these missions will be much more difficult, much more different than those 50 years ago and much more complex. The difficulty still, of course, is keeping people on the moon for an extended period. And if we can't do that, we can't really go to Mars. I realize Mars may have a bit more of an atmosphere and the moon has nothing. But that's still the problem, isn't it? And you've got to supply people. You've got to supply them uh, from what we know with air, probably with water and certainly with food. Yes. Um, So one of the big things is how do you use the resources on the moon to both sustain people and their technologies? uh, resources that may help fuel um, for uh, late for those missions going uh, forward. Um, so um, this particular mission, for example, or will be um, to the south pole of the moon, um, different from the earlier missions, and it's because uh, ice has, um, you know, it's expected there. So it's uh, the plan is to use some of that. Um, and um, from the announcement uh, this week, uh, we've also learned that um, it won't just be one single base camp in the South Pole, 
but they uh, diversify the sites a little bit uh, so that uh, uh, you know they're able to get resources from just one a singular place. One of the big debates in the 1960s when the Americans went to the moon then was the procedure that they followed and whether you have what's called an Earth orbit, which you've discussed, in other words, you put something in orbit around the moon, or whether you do it around the Earth. And where this goes to is if you're going to go to Mars, do you build the spacecraft that you're going to take to Mars here on Earth, or do you actually do it in space where it may be easier to construct it because there's no gravity? All the parts obviously have to go up. It's the final assembly that I'm talking about. And there is an argument to say you should have a space station uh, in orbit around the Earth where you would build this kind of craft because once you've done that once, it's easier to do it again. Are there big decisions like that that now have to be made? Yeah, there are certainly big um, decisions uh, like that. And But um, NASA has cautioned that um, at the moment there'll be uh, just a framework for these decisions, but because um, we are going to learn as we, you know, make this mission more complex, that um, there'll be changes as well along the way. So big decisions, but none of them set in stone, definitely going to, uh, you know, get finalized based on the lessons learned. Professor, really appreciate the time. Professor Lero Tori Lowe, Professor in the Department of Physics and Astronomy at the University of the Western Cape, used to work for NASA many, many years ago. Lots to look at there. You're at SFM 27 after 8.